coming up on this episode. Because when we were growing up, marriage was different. The role of a wife or of a husband is not what it is right now. So for us who grew up in that generation and looking at what is presented to us as marriage right now, it's very confusing. There's a disconnect somewhere like, I, this is not what we knew marriage to be. So there's a lot of adjustments to be made like mentally as you try and walk down that road. Now, the thing with being a single dad, you introduce it and, and ladies probably would think there'll be baby mama drama over here. Um, you've actually mentioned that you're raising this child alone. The story ends the moment you bring that card. And to some point, I think I decided, you know what, I'm going to be keeping this card. Just get to know it for yourself because I felt um, it had become a tool of rejection. This is Living Truthfully. Welcome to episode 14 of Living Truthfully. My name is Amani Maranga and I'm so grateful that you're here. And what? What? A podcast we have for you today. What an episode we have for you today. We are still on the series, Bruh, Why Are You Still Single? And this is going to be the last installment of this series before we start to switch gears on the next one. But I have some interesting guests for you today. I'm going to have a guy called Joby and he's going to talk to you about why he's still single. And then there is another dude on jail, man. Hey, you're about to hear an interesting conversation. So you know what? I like what you guys are doing. I like the feedback that you're giving me. I like the fact that you're sharing this podcast. And I want to encourage you to keep doing that. Share this podcast. But before you do, why are these men still single? Why? And their stories to be told. And I have to say, these conversations contain mature themes and listener discretion is advised. So here goes, brah, why are you still single? Hey, what's up, Joby? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm on point like a decimal. How are you? I'm good, Kabusa. Yourself? I'm very good. Have you have you heard about my podcast? Yes, I have. Have you had an opportunity to listen? I haven't listened in, but I definitely will. What? Okay, that that's okay. No judgment there. Yes. I'll do I'll do the same with your music. I'll be like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm playing with you, bro. Uh, bro, I'm doing a series. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you for context. What, how old are you? Um, 38. Yeah, 38. Yeah. So the question, the million dollar question is, bruh, mm-hmm. why are you still single, man? <laughs> there are like a thousand reasons. <laughs> First of all, uh, since I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. I believe in something called divine appointment. Okay. So there's that. Yeah. That's, that's like... That's like fundamentally like that's important to note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now that part of getting kamutu is where it becomes tricky. Mm. 
because it's not like uh, I'm not actively looking or uh, I haven't looked before mm. I haven't gotten close to that stage before mm. but there are many things that make make it not get there okay so on to on to track back a little yeah um so that I don't forget okay and so that we we also we also set it as a foundation because you said it's very important it is you've said that you believe in something called divine appointment yes what is divine appointment you see like like as a christian mm-hmm. yeah i believe that each and every of my step is ordered by god mm-hmm. so i'm at the right place at the right time mm. then the funny thing is i'm not the kind of person who believe that god will show me someone at a little you know mm. in fact someone con- convinced me mm-hmm. a while back mm-hmm. that uh, you're the one who's supposed to look for your wife mm-hmm. and then you tell god this is one i found mm, i agree with that philosophy you know yeah so i think like for me i also believe in that mm-hmm. but uh but the fact that it hasn't happened mm. for me it means that probably i'm at the right place i'm not at the wrong place mm. so there's no rush mm. i can't put pressure on myself mm. you know mm. so i'm easy taking it one day at a time when it happens it happens okay so yeah so let me let me let me first say i agree with you i think uh, i i joke sometimes and i say God gave Adam a wife, eh? mm-hmm. called Eve. So Adam didn't go looking. You know, mm-hmm. the wife came and just found him. Like, like God just put them together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when uh, the proverbial um, poopoo hit the fan, mm-hmm. what did Adam say? The wife you gave me. You know. Yes. So yes. I, me, my philosophy, and it, I joke about it, and I say I mean it in a bit of a light tone. <laughs> yeah. Is I say after that, God said, "You go find the wife." Okay. You. <laughs> You go find your wife and so scripture says uh, he who finds a wife mm-hmm. finds yeah. a good thing and then obtains favor from the Lord. So mm-hmm. you go find you have the, to find Yeah, that. him is not he's not he's not going to be partying guys be busy yes. anymore because guys That uh, scripture that's the scripture actually I that the person who was convincingly quoted mm-hmm. said it's for you to find. Yeah. It's not for her to be brought. Yeah. Or for her to come to you, you have to go to Futa. Yeah, I wonder what other Christians will say about this. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> but then you said something else. You said okay. that um you know, you've been in some relationships that almost got there, yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah. So so what what have been your barriers? What stopped or what stopped it? I think uh compatibility. It's a very light word, but it's also very heavy. Mm. You know, I can give an example. Mm, please do. I can be Christian. Mm. The person I'm seeing is also Christian. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. But mm. I could be Pentecostal. Mm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. They could be Adventists. Mm. It looks light. It looks easy like we believe in the same thing. Mm. But in future, let's say the kids talk less there. Mm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What do you teach the kids? Where do the kids go? Catholic. I'm joking. You know, <laughs> I'm <joking>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they yeah. go either way. Yeah. You know, so some of those things, and it's just, just like, like how they've been brought up. What do they believe in? What are their values? Do you have the the same values? You know, could have gone to the same schools. Mm. We could have had the same level of education, but the values could be totally different. Mm. 
you know, and those things are very important mm. if you're going to build a home together. Mm. I think those are not things that you take lightly. I agree. Because yes, because for me, mm. that's 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 a problem in future. So it's better we just kill it mm. now mm. than uh, than trend and fit where there's no fit. You know, and then there's that thing of nowadays guys believe in do not try and change me. Mm. You know, just take me the way I am. Like, okay, I take you the way you are mm. as a friend. <laughs> I have two questions for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the first one is what is it about you, mm. just about you? Yeah that you've found either you've learned about yourself as you have dated, yeah? Mm. yeah. That are sort of, you know, you can say these are the things that now for me I've learned I am, you know? Yeah. Um. So that's the first question. The next question, based on what you've, what you've figured out about you, yeah. um, what, what, is, what are you looking for? Like I'm, 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 I'm really staunch when it comes to my values and beliefs. Mm. And I'm not ready to to be swayed or to change those things for for anyone or for anybody mm. or for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's my number one lesson. I don't know if that's a good thing. It is. It is. It is or if that's a bad thing. Mm. But I think that's one thing I've learned mm. that I I just don't compromise. Mm. But I think the most important is like my faith. Mm. Like I've been in a relationship where someone is not uh, of the same faith, mm. not not they're not like anything fundamentally different, mm. but we just weren't on the same page, mm. you know. Mm. And I remember one day the person telling me they're not gonna compromise on what they believe in, mm. you know. And at that moment, I knew that we are done. That's that's a good one, and I, and I like that because because it says that there's some things that are very important to you, you know, and, and you want to yeah. keep them that way. But can I also say something. Let me yes. just go back a bit mm. about the many other reasons why people. You know, I've had many people say, and maybe it's true, mm. that marriage doesn't look as attractive as mm. as it's hyped up to be. Mm. Like when you look around you, mm. and if I can have a boy of mine who tells me. You just look at all the married people, you know, don't they look sad? <laughs> you know, and me, they look happy. Mm. You get, mm. the guy is single, of course. <laughs> so, you should come on the podcast, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so there's that factor that sometimes they're like, hey, you know, as Paul said, if you're not married, mm. just stay unmarried. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's one reason. Then the other reason is, mm. Marriage doesn't look like what we knew growing up, mm. right? Because mm. you know, growing up, marriage was different. Mm-hmm. The role of a wife or of a husband mm. is not what it is right now. Mm. So, for us who grew up in that generation mm-hmm. and looking at what is presented to us as marriage right now, mm. it's very confusing. You know, there's a disconnect somewhere. Like I this is not what we knew marriage to be you get so mm. there's a lot of adjustments to be made 
like mentally as you try and walk down that road because it does it doesn't look familiar it's, it's not and, and i agree with you i mean this yeah. whole this whole rules conversation is such a live wire you know yes. such a live wire bana uh so I, i agree with you and those are not those are not uh you know discussions that people had you know 20, 30 40 years ago and people are getting married the rules yeah. are very clear mm-hmm. uh based on what you know about yourself now mm-hmm. what are you looking for first are you are you looking good question <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a simple yes or no question that's a good question i'd mm-hmm. be happy mm-hmm. if it happened okay right yeah i'm not getting into a relationship saying this must end in marriage mm. you know mm. i'm getting into a good relationship mm. then let things play out mm. naturally mm. you know rather than me just saying setting like lofty expectations and saying i need this thing to pop you know mm. i need them kinamani to cool up pilau in for that pilau man you know yeah that's not how i'm looking at it you know how would you know yeah that this mama is the one is, is that, that you would consider this maybe not the one but you'd consider marrying this mama what what would be what would be the things that you're looking at it just has to be a good human being a good human being you know a good human being like that's so important mm. you know that's that's number one. Mm. and i think you, you you can only be a good human being if you have values instilled in you from mm. wherever you're coming from mm. and i think you have to be god fearing mm. you know for me like like that's that's very very important i think i've got to that stage in life where it's it's not about like how mama looks like it's important mm. but it's not everything mm. you know because beauty is fleeting mm. You know, mm. someone who respects other people, someone who who is like genuinely caring, mm. right? Mm. Not selfish, mm. right? Mm. And some of those values they cover a lot of the things guys debate about. Mm. You get? Yeah. If you have some values, you'd never worry about. Hey, if things go wrong, let's say financially, will mm. this chick be? If a mama is mistreating people. Mm-hmm say awochi mm. <laughs> you know those are telltale signs it can be as you but, uh, yeah it can be as you eh. you know how do they talk about other people yeah yeah mm. how do they view other people that are not supposedly on your social yeah, on the on the same social status mm. how do they view those people how do they address them how do they mm. talk about them mm. you know mm. how do they address older people how mm. How do they address issues like it's those things mm. how do they treat me how do they talk to me mm. if they're not treating me right now mm-hmm. there's no way they're going to change in the future yeah. you know so it's those things like is this a good human being so bro what what are you you said you're not feeling any pressure but i'm like what are you are you afraid you'll grow old alone Is that a fear you have? Do you get lonely? Are you like a shrink or something? No, I'm just trying to understand, bro. I'm like I think that it's not a fear but I'm 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 aware. Mm. I'm aware of it. Mm. You know because 
when you I guess I haven't been old yet mm. <laughs> but I guess when you get to like your 80s mm. yeah you, you, know? you, have, you have another 50 years to live at least I yeah, yeah yeah you need you need your crew yeah you know if if it's not even the wife it was the you need the kids mm. you need the the grandkids mm. you need people around you mm. so of course there's that thing of mm, am i really ready to rule Mm. Uh, but, but it's not something I actively think about. Mm. I, I I almost never think about it, but I'm aware. They're aware of it. I'm aware of it. Yeah, but there's no pressure on myself at all. And, yeah, and, and, and I, I agree with you. You shouldn't put you shouldn't put pressure on yourself. And I and I hope that you, you know, that you that you you live authentically. Yeah, which I've I've always felt like you do. Eh? In fact, mm-hmm. I've always felt like you're very, you're very authentic to yourself. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think, I, and I find that very cool, Bana. When I grow up, I want to be like you. Wow, that's true. You've been very true for. You've always been consistent. You pack your shoe, my foot, and I bend that. You really, bro. Thank you so much for this convo. Thank you for taking my call. I, Fine. Thank you very much. I pray. I pray that you find love, man. I pray that you find love, you find that chick. Uh, Amen. Hope, hopefully she's straight from the runaway. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, you kept saying, come to us. So I kept wondering, is, is, does he have a height specification? Does she need to be like under five feet tall? <laughs> I'm just playing with you. But, oh, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm praying that you find love. Yeah. That you, Thanks, bro. You know, that, that, you know at the right time like you said the you know the, the steps of a righteous man are ordered and they so are. I say at the right time at the right place that you you know that you find you find yeah her. yeah in the meantime let's keep uh, let's keep writing music about her man <laughs> yes yes and and your listeners should buy my music there's, mm-hmm. there's new music that you released there's a song you released with Emma yes uh, at the end of this podcast mm-hmm I'm gonna do a snippet of that song for you. Super. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care and God bless you. Okay, Sasawa, man, you too. And now a word from our sponsors. Now, on this episode of Living Truthfully, I want to share something also that is a bit personal to me. As we do this podcast, you know, with the gracious help of Big City Studios, there's a cost to it. And this costs something that we would need your assistance on. And so, if you find that this podcast has been useful and you'd like to keep us going, in the next couple of weeks, we are talking to someone who can help us set up a platform, a way that you can donate to us. And I'm going to be sharing that uh, very soon. But for now, I want to say I'm truly grateful that you have kept it here. You have kept it real with me. And so, as we keep it real with you, I hope that we'll keep this journey going together. You'll keep working with us even as you get sponsors on board or even when you sometimes have to dig a little into your pocket to just keep this conversation going. Hi, Ananda. <laughs> Hi, Amani. How are you doing, bro? I'm very fine. In fact, I should refer you by your right title, King. <laughs> Hi, how are you doing, King? I am good. I am good, bro. I'm so I'm so thankful that you were taking this call. All right, I thought you were cooking. I was about to ask how your cooking skills are. 
what you're gonna uh, make. Those ones, mm-hmm. um, you just need to ask the kings of my special tepanyaki chicken delight. The kings will tell you. Tepanyaki chicken delight. Yes, and ask you, the kings, they will let you know. And you make it yourself? Yep. Hey, you know your marks have just gone up on this podcast, <laughs> my friend. Eh? No, I actually, mm-hmm. I, I, lo- I actually love cooking, and the reason why I love cooking is because of I've, I grew up watching my dad cook, oh, wow. and also watching my mom cook. So it's not it's not a struggle. Miku Patikanajikoni is not a struggle. It's it's normal for me. I love that. I love that yeah. very much. Have you had a chance to listen to my podcast, by the way? Yes, I've I've listened to a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. And being uh, somebody who's also been doing podcasts in Yamaji. Oh, you've been doing podcasts in Yamaji? Yes, yes, in Yamaji. Oh, I've done uh, two, uh, annou- two episodes so far. Announce it here. Where is your podcast? Guys have to go there. On SoundCloud. It's on SoundCloud, huh? Yes, yes. Just search for Uncomfortable Conversations. I love it. I'm going to find it. Uncomfortable and uh, Uncomfortable Conversations. Yes, yes. Very nice. Uh-huh. What have you been talking about? Uh, I'm having uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, first one I did was on respecting people's opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, because because we live in an era where people just uh, want their opinion to sound superior than yours, mm-hmm. and and you can actually uh, you can disagree with someone but mm-hmm. still maintain the relationship. You I don't have to that. be you don't have to be to be politically correct or you don't have to be correct. I like um, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and the second one. So the second one was a personal, it was more of a personal journey of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, this came after the Kings went to Moor Hills and that's mm-hmm. when I did the second, the second one. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was heart-wrenching because wow, <laughs> I was emptying my own life on, on, onto that. And it was, so basically what I do, I just talk. I record with my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a phone that could, uh, could do the sound recording really well. Mm. Um, I've been trying with the two one, the two I have currently, but none of them has the sound quality that I need. So um, still learning how to use a digital voice recorder that I have before I can go back to to recording. But I have quite a number of uncomfortable conversations that I want to shake the table with. Uh, bro, I'm so happy that you're doing that, and I'm happy to share the resources and the learnings that I've had about, yes, yes. about podcasting. And I'm definitely thank you for. St- I didn't know about it, but thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. listen to it. And your, your your story is a little different from the typical ones we've had because you, you told me that you're currently courting. Yes, yes. So let's let's go back to this yeah, to, to, to the beginning <laughs> yes. of this journey because you you, you said something very interesting to me, bro. In fact, I was like, wow. You yeah. T- you told me you're turning. You you've already turned thirty or you're thirty now. I turned thirty on August seventeenth. You know the sh- most shocking thing you told me, bro, is that you're a father to a twelve year old. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Which means you got a toy when you were eighteen. Exactly. I got a. I got a. I got my daughter when I was in. I just finished form four. Like a few days, you celebrate. You're, che- you're chilling for results, and mm-hmm. you know February. Yeah, it was February. Yeah. So you decided to share a finishing high school by getting a baby. Okay, I'm not I, I will not. I will not. No, no, no. I'm just playing with you. I was on a light note, <laughs> but bro. First, yes. t- tell me how did that? What did that do to you at eighteen? Mm-hmm. And you're a father. Let, let me let me say, yeah. Mm-hmm. The day I was not, I was not 
given an audition into fatherhood eh? mm. you know the way you see it in the movies of a man pacing down the maternity ward and looking at the doctor with anxious eyes waiting for those words mother and baby are fine mm. you know mm. scratch that that was not my introduction mm. my introduction was a text message from my mother this is how the message read i have never forgotten those words mm. the message read the sexual scenes you committed with name withheld mm-hmm. have bore their fruits what do you have to say about that a few minutes later before i even digest this first text message the mm-hmm. second one comes again from my mom and mm-hmm. this time she's do you want to take this lady as your wife okay mm-hmm. i am 18 i am for heaven's sake I don't even the first message has hit me like a torpedo this one has come to Maliza me. Mm. Well, where were um, you? Where was I? Mm-hmm. I was in Mombasa I was at an aunt's place. Mm-hmm. Um my mom's sister. Mm-hmm. Um coincidentally when when that news broke when mm-hmm. when my mom shared with me I broke down. I I I went into Um, I wouldn't consider that as a trance because there's a lot of things that was going on in my mind. Like now, you're a father. Here's the thing: you ha- things have changed. I didn't know what exactly to do. Mm. And I remember that day. Um, it was two days after my daughter was born. Mm. It was 21st of November, mm-hmm. uh, 2006. Mm. Um, I remember very well my. I I was in my room in Mombasa and mm. I was praying and I remember this prayer to God. I don't know what this means but I don't even have a personal relationship with you but I don't even know why I'm praying to you. However, just show me how to do this and I will give you my life. Where, where was the, where, where was the mother and the baby? Now, I was in Mombasa, the mm. mother and the baby were in Western Kenya. Mm. Now, when when I say that prayer, mm. um somehow things didn't start to make sense immediately. Mm. But now when I look at it from the other side, mm. it's like that's the prayer that set me up to where I am today. You said to me that you have um brought up this child um What is, mm-hmm. what is the word you used? I said uh, I'm not a single dad. I am a dad mm-hmm. who's raised the daughter um alone. Single-handedly. I think you said something. Yeah, single-handedly. Like yeah. Uh, what, so what, what does that mean? Mm. So he, what it means is basically um we had to make some I had to make some decisions. I mm-hmm. had to man up. I had mm-hmm. to take responsibility for mm-hmm. my actions. Mm-hmm. And understanding where my baby's mom uh was in 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 terms of their family and all that mm. and also understanding that she also had another child mm. it would be a burden for her to raise two kids mm. and and so um it was i i don't know how i got the guts to even tell the guys because the the clans the two clans were meeting mm-hmm. and they're insisting bring the goats bring the cattle you know mm-hmm. bring the chicken let's mm-hmm. make merry let's you know mm-hmm. get the mother and the daughter <laughs> plus the other one of course <laughs> but um I just said, you know what? I will raise this child. I will raise this child. I don't know how because then I didn't have a job mm. or rather I didn't have a job or anything, but I just said I remember saying that I will raise this child no matter what. 
Now that was a bold statement. I didn't even know how that would happen. I want us to be able to revisit this conversation because one of the things that has has happened in the course of doing this podcast yes, is sir. a lot of men uh just discussing their fatherhood journey. And I, yes, and I want us to be able to have that conversation with you. But for now, I'm going to I'm yes, going to yes. ask that we just in the context of that. Yes, yes. You tell me how has being a father mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, played in terms of now you getting into relationships mm-hmm. that could lead to marriage. How did that dynamic okay. play? Yeah. So um, I I I when when when. Now I'm a dad, so um, I remember now sharing with the then my girlfriend then, and to her she was okay. But then I got born again, and God was like, you know what, this one doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we broke it off. Now the thing with being a single dad, you introduce it, and people um, and and ladies probably would think there'll be baby mama drama over here. Mm-hmm. Um, you've actually mentioned that you're raising this child alone, mm-hmm. um, but they. Think um, there'll be baby mama drama. Others, the story ends the moment you bring that card. And mm. to some point, I think I decided, you know what? I'm gonna be keeping this card. Mm. Just get to know it for yourself because mm. I felt um, it had become a tool of rejection. Mm. Yeah, it became how I viewed it then. It was like uh, I'm trying to be transparent and honest with someone, but mm. the fact that I am a dad mm. uh, means uh, there's a lot of baggage I'm coming with which mm. again now um, is probably a turn off to 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 many people mm. so um, it has been used it had been used and it has been used as an element to reject mm. uh, for rejection mm. and then again most importantly is mm. I, I the moment I introduced that I'm a single dad and that is like whoa that is not somebody I was looking for do you feel like when you're mm-hmm. going into a relationship when you when you meet a, a nice chick you 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 want to start hanging out you want to start dating even if it's just to get to know them yes, yes. do you yourself feel like you come with baggage then yes right now mm-hmm. i am me that's that's part of me mm. uh it's not baggage it's me mm. in fact I've, it's, it's I've, your package yeah, it's me. Like mm. I've I've gotten to accept myself because that was the thing that was missing. That self esteem. Mm. Because I kid you not, I was I've been a scapegoat. I've been a black sheep mm. um, to many quarters. Mm. Um, in fact, the umbrellas we've never spoken with from twenty two thousand six. But it's okay. Wow. You get. Mm. I've been a scapegoat, so um, that thing affected my self esteem, especially when you're rejected because you're a dad. Um, it's like it reminds you of all the sins you committed mm. and, and tells you, man, you, it is good for you. know the way God says it's not good for man to be alone. You, for it you, is very for good it is for very you good to be alone. To be alone. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hey, bro. Yes. What a story. So tell me, how has this story turned for you? It's taken mentorship. Let's, let me start there. Mm. It's, it's taken mentorship. A mentorship here from a man you know, a man that I call my own, I call dad, mm. um, David Kimani. Mm. And, and mm. him just reminding me of who I am and mm. whose I am mm. uh, in my life. Mm. I think just turning around to look at myself and even appreciate myself. It's, there's nothing wrong with giving yourself a pat on the back. Mm. Uh, having this, it's not about self-love from that selfish perspective, but mm. loving myself to the point that um, 
I would walk away from any situation that would threaten that. Mm. A genuine situation that would threaten that um would not be my cup of tea. Mm. So it's taken a lot of uh, again trusting in God and uh like you said dealing with father wounds. <laughs> For me to get here, yeah, dealing with father wounds. Yes, and uh, right now it's it's uh like I really appreciate it's part of me I I've done how many I've done uh I did an interview with the people daily and mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and and it was about Christmas and Christmas with my daughter and it just uh, it's probably the first time I shared it with the nation about mm-hmm. my story mm-hmm. uh so it's taken a lot of uh being vulnerable being honest with with myself being mm-hmm. honest with this that it's a reality mm-hmm. um I don't have to be apologetic because I have a daughter um you that's if if you have an issue with that then that's your problem that's not mine this is me this is me being real yeah it's wow. taken a lot by the way to get here it's taken a lot i believe you bro and you know what i want to I applaud have, you uh-huh. i want to applaud you yes yes in fact any watch and pick my coffee for studio up for you man for his glory man for his glory to applaud you because you know what you are yes, that's yes. what you are you're a hero Yeah. you're a hero for taking on this responsibility you're mm-hmm. a hero for being a father because you're you're saying that whatever whatever mm-hmm. you need to do to ensure mm-hmm. that you know your, your generation you know uh, yes, continues yes. in the right way that you're willing to do that and i really yes. i really respect you for that yes yes i think i should i should share with this that i've also had my fair share of my own related problems in relationships mm. Um, um um I've learned one thing that mm-hmm. while it's good to point the finger at the other person remember mm-hmm. four fingers are pointing back at, at you. you yeah what have you learned in 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 relationships that it's 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 uh relationships are hard work yeah they're hard work and it's not about giving 100 giving 50% and expecting the other person to give 50% mm-hmm. it's actually giving 100% and expecting zero in return mm-hmm. um Again it's I've learned to channel my expectations to God mm. and not to the person. Mm. Uh because I've been in a relationship, I've been I've been in a situationship, let me call that. Yeah, that's the right word. I've been in a situationship where um if you took sex out of the table, mm-hmm. there was nothing in there. And that's the thing that hurt me most because I felt like I was grieving the Holy Spirit. Mm. I felt so bad. I felt that the guilt was just overwhelming um and and again this, the other thing was um at at one point mm-hmm. i thought i had it figured out like i said i wanted to get married by the time i was 27 mm, said that yeah and and i realized that god is taking his sweet time I have turned 26. I've I have a nice job in in I used to work at DHL then. Mm. I have a nice job. I'm in the most international company. My salary is good. I mean I have my own house. Um see I can get somebody now. Mm. Mm. And I have prayed and God is like silent. He's I mean that's the one prayer that God says, "Wait." Um and I thought God was had forgotten about me because again I wasn't able to view him as a father because I'd had father issues. Mm. Um and I tried to help God as a worst mistake one can make and I got banned like seriously I got hurt seriously what happened No the thing is um it was 
when I prayed about this, God was like, no, I have someone in mind for you. Don't mm. go there. Mm. I was like, I like this person. This person has the bill. He, she, they fit everything. Mm. And the good thing is, there's free will, right? Yeah. yeah. We take the free will way. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that, wait a minute. So take out sex. There's nothing else mm. in there. Mm. There's nothing else in there. In fact, I remember my own mom telling me mm-hmm. to, to watch out this lady. She had a dream. Mm-hmm. My my own mom calling me and telling me, hey, Maze, this lady you're dating, Because that was a trap I had walked into. This lady was a single mom. Mm-hmm. The kid didn't know paternity. And and for me, there's only one child who calls me daddy. That's mm-hmm. my daughter. Mm-hmm. So one time I was speaking on phone and, and um, she gave the phone to the kid and the kid called me daddy and that I thought was off. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point that I moved in with her. Mm-hmm. Trying to see if this would work out. Mm. Trying to help God, you know. Since God is delaying, I can actually do this on my own. Mm. And the more, it, to the point that it started bringing enmity between my sisters and I. There was a huge rift. Wow. Because I would not listen to my sisters. Mm. I would not attend to them. Because again, I was torn. I come from work, I am tired. Mm. Um, I want to bond with my sisters and then this lady is there she doesn't want me to bond with my sister she wants me to bond with her mm. and it became a fight it became a conflict I sometimes even thought maybe I was bewitched or something I don't know what happened because imagine the person who is now the breadwinner for the family mm. um, instead of giving my sister the money to sort out everything I used mm. to give to her mm. Until I was shocked a few months later when the guy who used to bring us water. Because I remember 2017, we used, to ha- we used to have water problems in Nairobi. So the guy who used to bring me water tells me I have a bill of 3Gs. And I'm like, what? What do you mean I have a bill of 3Gs? I thought I'd been paying for water. Then realized that this lady never paid water. You can imagine the problems I got myself into. Because I thought God was let. I thought God was let. Hmm. Had I listened, I don't think we'd be having this conversation. <laughs> sometimes again uh, I've learned the hard way that mm. it's good to listen to God when he says don't mm. you actually don't mm. now when I confessed and forgave and accepted that you know it's a reality that probably mm. I might remain unmarried mm. for life mm. and that's when now God began to because now I let him in fully you let, yeah, you let go of the, of the control yeah that's when now that was twenty seventeen. Mm. And 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 God now began the series of working on me. Uh had to deal with father issues. Had to deal with my own issues, my own insecurities. Because mm. uh, I struggled with control. I love being in control. Mm. But then I'm I'm learning to that a relationship is not about just feelings. There's much more mm. involved. Mm. It's actually putting the other person first. After God first then the other person, it's putting their needs uh, it's praying for them. It's working with them. It's it's understanding them, especially when things are not working out. It's um, being slow to anger and being abounding in love. <laughs> Relationships are hard. <laughs> but we thank God. Tell me about it, man. Tell me about it. Why? These are the things I see. I wish when I got born again, this would have been the first things I would have let God to handle. Because I thought, I have it figured out, man. 
I always thought that I have this figured out. Like when it comes to marrying, God has no say there. Whoa, I was wrong. He has a say in everything, everything, including that. And and that's why now, mm-hmm. a relationship from his perspective, mm-hmm. I'm not struggling to sustain the relationship mm-hmm. from my own strength. Mm-hmm. It is a prayer every day. It is it is it is telling God, show me how to love this lady, and He actually does. Like for instance, mm-hmm. I am a I am a loud, loud and and outgoing person. I'm the guy who, I mean, the bigger the crowd, the mm-hmm. more hyper I become. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm the party stopper, like me and Takaniko at the center of the party. Mm-hmm. She's a private person. She's mm-hmm. a quiet person. Mm-hmm. Now you see the two personalities. Imagine mm-hmm. if I bring out my loud self every day. Mm-hmm. She will cringe. Mm. But then I'm learning that mm-hmm. I can actually be softer and not lose my masculinity tag, mm-hmm. but also still communicate with her. Mm. That I don't need to... It's, it's A relationship is not a show-off. Mm. It's not a trophy. It's not the UCL trophy that you're lifting up for the world to mm-hmm. see. It, it gets as deep as that, that... You know what? There's no point of going on WhatsApp status or Instagram relationship goals. I mean, people are working different walks. Mm. So if if they are for relationship goals and Instagram posts, that is okay. Mm. For me, I'm here to walk the way God wants us to walk. You're saying such deep stuff, Bana. I feel like you're, you're like three pod, podcast interviews in one. And, 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 well, I don't, and I don't lo- even know what. There's a lot of conversation here that I feel we need to unpack with you. But I, want yes, to, but, yes. but, but I want you to tell me, I mean, now that you're dating, mm-hmm. what are you looking forward to? So this is the interesting thing. Mm. Um, I realize that um, purpose, mm. that word hit, eh? purpose, mm-hmm. I realize that, number one, the relationship, a relationship from God has mm. a purpose. Mm. Okay. So, because it has a purpose, it means you are still you still need to go back to the one who gave you the purpose to ask you on how to unpack to ask him on how to unpack it for you. Man, this this thing is best done on my knees. I'm looking forward to uh, a marriage that is beyond me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward. This is not this is not my doing. This is God's doing. That even as as we plan to get married, it's not about us it's not about the sex it's not about the love i mean and all that it's not about the feelings there's a bigger purpose that god has brought us together for and until we achieve that bigger purpose um i guess we'll just join the statistics of the number of people who were in purposeless relationships and i thank god Mm -hmm. that we are doing something with regard to that purpose and that is teaching young men on understanding sex from god's perspective I want to gear that class. <laughs> Trust yeah, me, we don't even class. know how. Like for me, when when God says this is what you're supposed to do, mm. I was like, you picked the wrong guy. Mimi, hmm. Mimi, I am not even. I, I mean, I, I, I have a child. The world knows that. But now, nah, eh, it means I'm the wrong person to talk about sex. And God is like, nope, actually the right person. Hey, hey, first time, Annie, thank you. I don't know how <laughs> else to say thank you for sharing your story. <laughs> yes, I, yes. I think I think I'm going to have you back um, on the podcast. 
I'm yes, going to yes. be doing a series on fatherhood soon. And I think yes, it will yes. be interesting to, to talk about the journey of you raising your daughter. No problem. And I can't wait to you know just be able to unpack more conversations. But for now, let me say thank you so much. Yes. Thank you for for taking the call, rather, and thank you for opening your life up to to us. Yes, yes. I pray that every every desire, every prayer that you've asked God to be to you know to to fulfill for you, that He will. Amen. And I pray that your conversations on your podcast uncomfortable. You said it's called uncomfortable conversations. Yes, yes. Uncomfortable conversations on SoundCloud. And this and, and what's the name of the program for for the for the guys? Sex and the scriptures. Sex and the scriptures. Yes, yes. Well all the best to that, bro. Thank you so much. I really appreciate. Did I not tell you that this was gonna be a fire episode? What? Thank you, Joby, and thank you, Angel, for all the sharing that you've done and for the important conversations that you've given to us. And thank you for sharing your lives with us. In the meantime, you can count on me to keep it real, to keep it honest, and to remind you to be good to yourself, to remind you that you've got to keep your head up, to remind you that the worst is not over. Any day above the ground is a good day. The fat lady is not sung yet on your situation. And you know what? You are the one of the few people fighting for you. So you've got to keep fighting. You've got to keep fighting for you. I believe in you. Keep your head up. Live truthfully. And as I sign out from this week's episode, I'm leaving you with the song Sugar Baby by Jobim Tukampuni and my girl Emma Charuto. Well, if you're still single, just like these guys we've been talking about, you're definitely looking for some love. And here is something to set you in the mood. Something to get you some sugar, baby. Give me love, let's keep it bouncing. Sugar, baby. Turn around and give me love. Give me love, baby. Darling, love. Turn around and give me love. Show me Change my friends if you want